Sometimes I'm good, but when I'm bad, I'm even better. Don't give me no lip. I got enough of my own. Welcome to Backtracks, Aerosmith Revisited. My name is Corey Morrison. Actually, I have my own theme music. We're going to play it for you here right now, courtesy of my good friends at the Sean Geek and Fast Fred Podcast. Corey Morissette. The Godfather. The Legend. All right, enough of that. All right, from now on, you guys have to refer to me as the Godfather. I have so many objections right now. Well, we don't <laughs> want to hear them. We're going to start with Scott Haskin. How are you doing tonight, Scott? Doing great, Corey. Glad to be back for another week and another uh, episode of the show. See what we dig into this time. That's right. Unfortunately, joining us as always, John Mariano. First of all, theme music precedes your entrance. It doesn't precede your entrance. I introed it this all, time. It, it, it'll precede my entrance from now on. Second of all, you cannot you cannot make pop and circumstance, which is widely known as the Macho Man Randy Savage's theme song, your own theme song. I didn't pick it. I this didn't. misappropriation makes no sense. Third of all, The Godfather. You're not even Italian. None of this makes sense. It all makes sense. First of all, I didn't pick the theme song. Second of all, are you saying I'm not macho? Go fuck yourself. And third of all, I'm Italian in spirit because it's my favorite food. Well, you are what you eat. Scott, don't help him. <laughs> Corey, Corey, I feel like he, he just needs a boost today. You know, he's out there still frozen where he lives, and I'm sure he wants some warmth. The first day of spring was, what, two days ago? It's fucking cold still. It was minus 18 again today. It's like a minus 28 with the wind chill. I've had it. Well, I'll the, make first, it, the yeah. first day of official spring, yes, but the first day of spring in Saskatchewan is like July 14th, isn't it? If we're lucky. Uh, I don't even know if we'll get there. Corey, I'm going to make you a deal. Oh, you no. can keep that theme song for now. But when I come and visit you, you're going to have to climb to the top of your couch and drop an elbow on me. And if you can get up from that, you can keep your theme song. By the time they let you across the border, I'm going to be a svelte 190 pounds, and I'll be able to do that, no problem. I tell you what, Corey, Corey if John kicks your song off the show, I'll put it on my mixtape. Thank you. And I, I got to say, uh, Sean Geek, I don't know if he listens to this show, but I'm going to make him, uh, because now it's his job to try and come up with theme songs for both John and Scott. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm not going to say out loud that my favorite wrestler is The Undertaker, but I'm kind of going to say that out loud. Well, here was I, I was thinking, Scott, for you, I was thinking Ric Flair, because you are the sexiest Ooh. man in podcasting. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I mean, uh, again, again that's a low bar, but well, it's because it's an audio only show. Okay. Is he, is he the nature boy or is he the sexiest man on the show? Because if he's the sexiest man on the show, then Sexy Boy by, by Shawn Michaels should be your theme song. Hmm. I did once have flowing locks of hair. See, and we, we've all seen the pictures. But for John, I'm thinking, I don't know, Doink the Clown, maybe. Um, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, did he have a theme? That would work. <laughs> How about Common Man from the Big Boss Man? That would kind of fit for you, wouldn't it? I'm going to hit you with a stop sign by the end of this episode. <laughs> Who is the one that had the guitar, that uh, the honky-tonk man? The honky-tonk man. Oh, my God, that would work perfect. John, do you want that for your theme? 
I'll take his silence as a yes. I I actually, you know, when John gets pumped up, I could see uh, like Goldberg's theme, which is very orchestral, would rival your theme very well, Corey. Oh, I think so too. Let, let's give it a listen. What's that? He's one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. But my That's answer right. is a hard no. Hmm. I don't know why. Is that why they did away with the intercontinental championship? Here we go. Little Duke the Dumpster Drossy. the most generic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> he he really looks more like a just a guy that you would find at the bar drinking too many beers and challenging people to dark games he can't win. How about Bastion Booger? Remember him? When did this become the wrestling podcast? Um, <laughs> oh, look at that guy. Ladies and gentlemen, John Mariano. See, that works. Boy, that is the worst Titantron I think I've ever seen. That That is the face only a mother would leave at the maternity ward. You can't unsee that now. Holy cow. Who is, who is the guy? He had a really cool theme song, but he was weird. Um, he John was the Michaels. one that always had, had all the worms. Oh, that was the uh, boogeyman. Boogeyman. I liked his music. That'd be good music for John. Not not comparing you to the guy, but that music would be nice. Yeah, we just got to find a, a a theme that that fits John. It's easier said than done. I can't believe that the Long Island guy. You can't figure out the Long Island theme song for. No, you oh, you, you can't pull that off. <laughs> I know who John's talking about. You can't pull that off. I pull it off all the time. I walk <laughs> out of my house, and that's that that that's my doorbell. <laughs> Which one, the Mankind version or the Cactus Jack version or the, the Mick Foley? The car version? crash version. I, I did used to joke at an office I worked at that when I walked in the door, like when I was coming up the stairs, all the lights should go out and you just <laughs> hear this music and I would just come busting through the door and that's how my day should start every day. Never happened, but I'm still fighting for it and I don't even work there anymore. See, maybe you'd be good with the uh, Austin 316 music, Scott. You got the oh, haircut for it. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. yeah, I do have the haircut for it. And you like beer? If we threw cans of beer at you, would you pop them open and just dump them on your head? I would. Oh, there you go. And the occasional fan. All right. Uh, Sean McGinnity, get on it, my friend. We need theme songs for everybody because I can't be the only one with a super cool theme song. But we're not here to talk about wrestling or theme songs. We're here to talk about Aerosmith. And uh, last week on the show, uh, we did Legendary Child. You guys remember that one? I do. Yeah, I guess so. Vaguely. <laughs> I remember being quite fond of that song. It was a decent song. It didn't quite make uh, the Aerosmith uh, all-time top nine, nor did it make any of our nasty cuts. So Legendary Child is bye-bye. But John did admit there was a song past 1997 from this band that he liked. So mission I was accomplished. Really, I was really proud of John for that. And, and because of that, I'm inspired to let out a little fun fact that I still am pissed off about. But I got to say... When we spun it last time, the ending, the, the last section of the song, Janie's Got a Gun, started to win me over. Really? Yeah. 
I really like that last section. You know, the the runaway from the pain part. I, I think that's really powerful. And uh, yeah, I, I feel bad now that I have hated that song so much. I still don't like the first part, but that last part's uh, it's a gem. Well, it's currently residing on my Nasty Cuts, the studio version, a live mm-hmm. version none of us really liked. And actually, uh, the feedback we got online uh, backed that up. Not a lot of people were really fond of the live version of that song. Uh, but tonight, uh, John... We got some good ones on here tonight. Let's go over them for you. Devil's Got a New Disguise, You See Me Crying, Hole in My Soul from A Little South of Sanity, My Fist, Your Face, Love Three Times, and I'm Down is the elder statesman on that list. Uh, John, what are you hoping to roll here tonight? Every, every week and until until it rolls is going to be I'm Down. Yeah, I'm with you too. Although the the dice seem to be acting contrarian to what we've been asking for lately, uh, I'm also voting I'm down, Scott. Well, I have a feeling that I'm down is going to hit this week, and I randomly had a version of the Beatles, the original, uh, a live version of them, pop up in my newsfeed, and I feel like that's the omen. I think this is the week. This is the week. But before we roll the dice, let's get some business out of the way. John, tell us about our sponsor. Oh, I don't have that up. Are you kidding? Our you sponsor, know. <laughs> our, our sponsor is Ken Knapsack. If you don't know by now, you subscribe to the Knapsack Network. You check out the blathering. Ken's doing doing his thoughts from 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 his heart, mind, and soul, and share share sharing his philosophies on the world around us today. Um, tune into the Knapsack Network, and and uh, listen listen to the blathering. Support Ken everywhere you can. Perfect. And Scott, uh, we're also a proud member of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Maybe tell the folks about that. Boy, are we ever. And we are uh, multiple time members of this list. Because, of course, aside from this show, uh, you guys do a show called Backtracks Theme Music, which is fantastic. We also have uh, Corey does a show with Mark Kamire called And the Podcast Will Rock. I do a show called The Magician's Podcast, All Things Uriah Heap. We have The Deep Purple Podcast, Skinnered Reconsidered, T-Bones, Prime Cuts, On the Other Side, Riot Sabbath Bloody Podcast, In the Lap of the Pods, Hawk Binge, Maiden A to Z, Diary of the Mad Men, The Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Universally Speaking, The Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, The Judas Priest Cast, the North by South podcast, a sort of song comparison between Canada and the United States. So far, so pod, so what? All things Megadeth, the Tom Petty Project, the Seaside Pod Review, and Volume for All, Rock Roulette Podcast, and our newly joined brothers, Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu, which is uh, an interesting deep dive into the one album that Metallica did with Lou Reed which uh, Lars Ulrich came out uh, just recently and said that that album aged incredibly well and fans are just idiots uh, for hating <laughs> it. Uh, count me among the idiots. I thought it was absolute total garbage, but uh, I also want to give a shout out. Sorry, go ahead, John. No, I was going to say, since when do we respect anything Lars Ulrich says? Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, I just want to throw out uh, another shout out to Sean Geek uh, and Fast Fret Podcast. It's a tremendous podcast uh, out there and, and, and they cover the gamut. I, I'm actually kind of envious of their format. They just throw topics on a board and they just got to pick them at random and talk about them. So uh, go seek out the Sean Geek and Fast Red podcast. It's a good time. But time to get to some business here. We're going to throw things over to Steven Tyler, and we're going to roll these dice. Toss of the And we are going to come up with 
Devil's Got a New Disguise. All right, this is one of the uh, many tracks from the Aerosmith compilation albums. In case you don't know about this band, Aerosmith has released 15 studio albums, six live albums, and 16 compilation albums. So they have more compilation albums than they do studio albums. And it's frustrating as hell. But we're going to do one of the uh, newer tracks from the Devil's Got a New Disguise uh, compilation album. Uh, John, have you ever heard this one? No, I have not. It's two weeks in a row now that I'm listening to a brand new song. Perfect. And uh, Scott, I'm assuming you haven't heard this one either? I'm just so excited we finally drew I'm Down. I'm really ready to get into the song. <laughs> no, uh, Devil's Got a New Disguise I'm not familiar with, so this will be a first-time listen for me. Perfect. And like I mentioned, this is on the Devil's Got a New Disguise uh, compilation album. Uh, when was that released? It was released in 2006. Usually whenever they went out on a tour, they released a new compilation album to kind of tour on. This compilation album is sandwiched in between uh, the, the two previous ones were Oh Yeah, Ultimate Aerosmith Hits in 2002 and Tough Love, Best of the Ballads in 2011. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about this song here. Uh, it was released as a single, I do believe. Peaked at number 15 on the mainstream rock tracks. Uh, it was originally titled Suzy Q. That's original. No other hmm. band has used that title. And it was called from the outtakes from the Pump Sessions. Uh, this particular version originated from the Get a Grip Sessions and re-recorded uh, for 2006. Uh, written by Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, and oh my God, Diane Warren. Uh, the wow. uh, Academy Award nominated uh, songstress responsible for uh, I Don't Want to Lick Your Thing. Uh, so the question becomes now, boys, how many times do you think Devil's Got a New Disguise was performed live? Let's start with Scott. I'm going to say 62. 62. Remember, this is Price is Right rules. You have to get closest to the actual number without going over. John? I'm going to say one half. One half, they, they got like halfway through it and gave up. <laughs> they, they got like halfway through and they like changed their mind. Like, no, nah, no, nah, we're just kidding. We're going to actually play a real song now. It's like, fuck D this. Does part of a medley count? I guess technically, yeah. Uh, but John does win <laughs> with his vote of half a song. Uh, Devil's Got a New Disguise was performed 21 times. Wow. And I would we'll have thought for a Diane Warren song that it would have been. Uh, would have been in heavier rotation, but uh, maybe it didn't really translate to the stage. I tell you, like 15 on the mainstream rock tracks isn't huge. Like it's good to chart, I guess, in total. But uh, normally Aerosmith, whatever they put anything out, it, it hits, you know, top five on the That's mainstream true. rock tracks. So the fact this was not even a top 10 track kind of shows you uh, just what everyone thought of Devil's Got a New Disguise. But what do you say? Time to play it. This is Devil's Got a New Disguise from October 2006. Sweet Susie Q, she was a rebel, no angel wings, more like the devil. She was so hot, so cool and nasty, believe it or not, here's what you asked me. If you need love, with no condition, let's do the do, honey, I'm on a mission. I got to say, I, I like the mix. I, I love that kick and snare. They're really punchy and cutting through. That snare is almost like a, a gun, the way it's uh, it pops. Um, not sure how I'm feeling about Steven. He kind of feels like he's 
yeah, I'll sing the song. You know what? I, I don't mind Stephen so much uh, early on here. Uh, I, I don't mind that he kind of takes that that tone on the verses. Uh, you'll hear in the chorus, uh, it kind of soars a little bit more. John, what were your early impressions? It's, it's very Aerosmith paint by numbers. It's not bad, but it's about what I expect of Aerosmith. It's not exceeding my expectations. It's it's to be expected. Hey, it's tough to find proper lyrics uh, for this song. <laughs> I'm getting dizzy over here. <laughs> I'm trying to, to find the right ones here, but. Well, what you what you guys aren't seeing is that Corey is just keeps going from website to website trying to find reasonably accurate lyrics, and I'm trying to follow him, and then he'll switch the page. I'm like, wait, that didn't. Okay, no, we're okay. Never mind. We're going to go oh, the, oh. with these ones here because, like, the first two sites I went to didn't even have the first line right, which is "Sweet Susie Q, she was a rebel." But but what what I'll say is this this isn't a bad filler song for like a Get a Grip album. Right, like, 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 not, a, not a hit, not a single off of that. But this wouldn't have been a bad, bad filler song off of that album. So, can hmm. you early on here, John? Can you think of a song on Get a Grip this could maybe replace? No, I'm not in the business of doing that. But no. may, may, <laughs> may, 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 maybe, honestly, maybe the title track. I've never been a huge fan of the title track. Um, get a grip. I, yeah, got That's like. It's very repetitive. It kind of drolls on a little bit. Um, I, 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 I might, I might replace that. You're starting to droll on a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I agree. It's, it's really kind of an average. I mean, it, it's a fun song. It's got a good groove to it. Um, but it does feel like, yeah, this is a song that I would expect Aerosmith to write. But did I understand right? This is not the first recording. This was just the first release. Uh, I don't know if they actually recorded it. Uh, there was outtakes uh, from the the pump sessions, and uh, the, it was re-recorded for 2006. So this is the re-record of 2006. How far it got along in the process uh, mm -hmm. during pump and get a grip, I'm not sure. Okay. You look at the producers, they list uh, Stephen Tyler, Joe Perry, Jack Douglas, and Marty Fredrickson. So there's multiple producers on here. So hmm. Interesting. But you know what? I, I prefer the, the groove to this than say, uh, gotta love it from get a grip that's always a skippable track for me on that album hmm. not get a grip jesus what's wrong with you <laughs> I kind of dig that 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 chorus here the girl's so bitching my backbone's twitching because down in hell's kitchen the devil's got a new disguise yeah, it's it's nice. I like that high note. That I, I'm thinking that Stephen singing that note. It, it could be a guitar or keyboard, I guess, but I think that's Stephen. 
I can't imagine it's a keyboard. I think it's Stephen too. John, what are your thoughts on the drums? You're the drummer of the panel. They're not so shimmery on this track. Like, but like, like, I don't know. This is similar to last week. It's not offending me at all, but it's also not wowing me. So, so it's like you're asking my opinion, and I'm probably the the truth is I'm probably not going to remember this song in about an hour. That's fair. Uh, that hook always kind of sticks with me uh, from the verses. Uh, so, so this one is always kind of an earworm for me, and I don't mind it. Yeah, it's not... Sorry, Scott. It's okay. I, I was just going to say, Everybody yeah, pauses, it's... and then I think, okay, I'm going to play the song, <laughs> and then some jackass will just start talking. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I feel attacked. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a good album track. I, I really don't think it, it stands out as anything spectacular, but I do agree. The chorus is pretty nice. The verse is pretty average for me. Waiting. Waiting. No one's ready to talk. I'm going to hit the music. John's going to fucking say something. You know? Bastard! <laughs> Sometimes when people pause, Kari, it's because they're thinking. And jackasses like me and Scott need to think and formulate the thought before we say it. Here's so an I idea. Wanna... Here's an idea. Think while the other guy is talking. Uh, well, well, I would, but I'm trying to be an active listener and participate. And here, shit, you're on your phone. I can do two things at once. No, you can't. I can do three things at once. You're a middle-aged American. You can't do three things at once, unless one of them is I... taking a crap. I, I, that's one of the things I'm doing okay. right now. <laughs> you got one of those Homer Simpson chairs in your man cave there? Oh, that probably would be good. I'm just wearing a diaper. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> are, are we good now? Can I can I play the song? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. What'd you guys think of that section, Scott? I like that. Uh, that kind of, you know, made me tap my foot a little bit. It uh, it was a nice change of direction for the song without going too far astray. Uh, I thought that was a cool part. I really did do it. I like the lyrics too. We came from the wrong side of town, got nothing to lose when you're upside down. Uh, we got to get out of this place or we got a heel going to smash your face. Good shit, John. This would make a nice addition to a soundtrack. Hmm. Y can, can you pick a movie? I could pick lots of movies. The, the, I, I this is working. To... You're you're the theme music guy. What do you think? I don't know. The, like, like to me, it would work well with, with a movie where somebody wears a disguise. You know what? Uh, the Last Dragon. Hmm. Right? Would that work? We're talking about Hill's Kitchen. No, because it's it's. I mean, this song's not '80s enough for that movie. Um, what if we remade uh, the Last Dragon? How about how about the Master of Disguise, but with Dana Carvey? Oh God, I'm trying to forget that film. All I remember is the turtle guy from that movie. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, 
he wear he wears a disguise, and I, I think that would track well. I think also like get smart. It, this would it's it's not the turtle's mm-hmm. got a new disguise; it's the devil's got a new disguise. Oh, so it has to be the bad guy is wearing a disguise, or or the devil? How about bedazzled? Wasn't uh, oh, Brandon Fraser was in that, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and uh, um, yeah, or the lady who played name. the devil. I don't know. Somebody um, says bedazzled, and I just think about Gwyneth Paltrow bedazzling her vagina because why wouldn't you do that? Hey, this is not that kind of show, sir. You just not step yet. off. Not yet. <laughs> John, John's going to think about that actress. She also starred in uh, Austin Powers. Oh my God, I can't believe we can't think of this. She's very famous. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. Hmm. I got it for you. I win. You totally didn't. I totally win. Shut up. I'm playing the song. That's some pretty good stuff, is it not, John? It's good. It's just very repetitive, though. You thought the solo was repetitive? I, I, I feel like the whole song is very repetitive. It's like it, it feels like I'm. It's looping almost. I think okay. you're repetitive, Scott. <laughs> I'll just say over and over again what John just said. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was Don't a very repetitive solo. <laughs> I thought it was That's too. A... I love that section. I, I love that that lick. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Like. It, I, I see. I see what what John's saying musically, though. Like, I I think this song could have been shorter, and we're not even done with it. It it does feel a little bit long and repetitive, but uh, but I dug that section. I I thought the last two sections actually that we heard were pretty good. Yeah, it's four and a half minutes. Uh, you think cutting you know forty five seconds out or so would have been uh, would have been a good choice? Yeah, I think so. I feel like the three of us jumped into an escape room and I can't figure out how to get the fuck out. Right? Like that's what this song feels like to me. I know you know you guys are have different very ways that you are enjoying it. I feel like I'm trapped in an elevator right now. And not like loving an elevator, just like stuck in an elevator. And it's not going up or down. I'm in between floors. I have a place to go. I probably have to pee. I can't get out of the elevator. That's how I feel right now. And there's no toilet. I've you know I've never done an escape room, but the the saving grace I guess of one of those is that there's a clock, right? So no matter no matter what, there is an end. Yeah, it's just having how long do you have to wait, and how miserable is it going to be before it's four over? and a half fucking minutes, Scott. <laughs> I, I think you're being a little harsh, John. It's definitely not as bad as being trapped in an elevator when you have to pee. That's you just need to movie. establish a pee corner. Exactly. 
John does that in every room he's in. I think that's the first thing he identifies. If I get trapped here, that's the. If beat. I had a mixtape and the only two songs I could put on it, and I pick one of the two, were this song or the movie. Ten times out of ten, the movie would end up on the mixtape. You're yes, fucked it. Validation. There is something seriously wrong with you, sir. Hey, <laughs> not you. Oh. Except you picked the movie. You're hey. saying this is better than the movie. I think you're on crack. No offense, Scott. Crack, yeah, I'm not going to agree with that. really digging these long drum fills you know they're adding quite a bit and i i i have to say i really like the backing vocals too on this i think that adds a, a nice level that just kind of changes the sound up a little bit i agree like you said incredibly well produced i think mm -hmm. i know john won't agree with that but... i would rather listen to gary sharon van halen oh you're such a son of a bitch he would rather listen to gary shandling well who wouldn't All right, hopefully your backbone's not twitching. That's Devil's Got a New Disguise from the 2006 compilation of the same name. Uh, this this was a uh, a single. So the question becomes, does this replace anything on the all-time Aerosmith Top 9? Now let's recap those songs for you now. Let the music do the talking. Chip Away the Stone, The Other Side, Hangman Jury, Crazy, Eat the Rich, Mamakin, Shut Up and Dance, and Deuces Are Wild. Um, John's vote doesn't matter. Let's start with Scott. Uh, what do you think, Scott? Would you replace any of those uh, tracks with uh, Devil's Got a New Disguise? Well, I think I kind of threw my hand early. Uh, I think it's a decent song. It is a little repetitive. Um, and, and one thing that that I have to say, I, I kind of been back and forth on how to say this, but uh, the thing that I don't like about Steven Tyler is that he does a lot of short rhyming. And then when he doesn't find a way to short rhyme, he'll just say the same word over and over again. Like, no, 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 or or something like that. Um, I don't think he's the greatest lyricist, but I think he's a really good singer and really good presenter. I think he's a great front man for the band, but I don't always like his lyrics. And this is an example of the kind of stuff that I think makes the song feel old, is that it's just that constant short rhyming scheme through the whole thing. Um but uh, yeah, I think it's a good album track. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't skip it if it came on, but I wouldn't say it's, it surpasses anything we've got on there now. All right, that's one vote. No, John Mariano, uh, let's get your vote. This couldn't lick the boots of anything on any side of the mixtape. If we added three more sides than the mixtape, it still wouldn't make it. Well, we're adding a new side. It's called "Shit John Hates for No Reason," and this will be the lead <laughs> single off of it. No. Um, to me, this is a lot like Legendary Child. 
Um, it's good. I like it. I, I dig the groove, uh, but it's not better than any of the nine we have on there, uh, nor is it better than the three that I have on my nasty cuts. So much like Legendary Child, I think Devil's Got a New Disguise is going to go bye-bye off into the ether, and we're not going to worry about it anymore, except uh, John, who I'm sure has been updating our Spotify list. You've been uh, updating the uh, the four different Spotify playlists of the uh, mixtape and the uh, the fifth one with all the rejects. Is is that all up to date? I don't want to be your friend anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a no. So don't go to Spotify and look for those, even though we promised them. Uh, I'm sure John's going to get working on that real quick. Uh, so Devil's Got a New Disguise is gone. That was my pick on the mixtape. And I'm feeling like we don't have a lot of star power uh, on the mixtape right now. Um, and I'm going to pick a new song j- j- just to piss you guys off. I'm going to go back to probably my least listened to Aerosmith album of all time, Just Push Play. And I'm going to go with the lead single from that album, which is Jaded. Well, before you uh, solidify that, can I just make a suggestion that every time we remove a song, we just add I'm down again until we finally pick this fucking thing? You know, it's it's not a bad suggestion, but uh, <laughs> I, I think we're just going to have to rig it uh, one of these times. For anyone who doesn't, yeah. we we literally don't rig this thing. We we we, I, we found a, a dice virtual dice roller online. We load it up and we roll it, and we legitimately never roll I'm down. Okay, I'm going to say for our 75th show, if we haven't picked I'm Down by our 75th episode, that's going to be our 75th episode. I, I kind of want it to be the last song we ever wrote. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, it just might be. Oh my God, that would be something. When was I'm Down uh, recorded? July 19th. Maybe if we do a show uh, on July 19th, that, that's when I'm Down was released in 1965. <laughs> okay, there you go. If we haven't ro- rolled it by then. I think I think you might be seeing this one coming out in July. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Scott Haskin, let's wrap this one up. Where can the fine folks find you? And what you got coming up? All the craziness is at www.scotthaskin.com. Um, books, music, uh, all kinds of stuff, podcasts. Uh, I also do a show called the Haskin Cast Podcast. Both of these lovely looking gentlemen on my screen have been on. And uh, I've got a three-part episode with John Mariano coming up, covering a very cool 80s album that I'm looking forward to releasing. And uh, yeah, that's uh, all things me could be found there. Can you tell us when that uh, when that show is dropping or shows? I guess there's multiple episodes. Yeah, it will be. Uh, I can tell you exactly in just a moment. Why don't you uh, go to John while I pull that up? Sure, John. I know you got lots on the go. Uh, tell the folks about uh, your new book, your new album. John is a is a is a composer. Uh, he he writes a lot of, of film music. Uh, he's written some books. Uh, Universal Night Court uh, will is now out and available everywhere. Uh, John, what else you got going on? You you can find the Universal Court books one two and three by Scott Kahaskin on uh, Amazon. Buy them. Buy buy if you want to read them more than once, which I recommend. Buy more than one copy because mm-hmm. um, that way you can reread them. Um, it just it, we we support artists here. That's what we do. Um, you 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 can go ahead and download the Mixcloud app and listen to um, Ken Knapsack and, and support him there. Um, you can uh, listen to Corey uh, on the Van Halen podcast he does with with, with Sammy Hagar, and uh, you don't need to find me at all because I am probably quitting Twitter soon. Why? Wait, Scott just quit. You can't quit too. I can't be the last one on there. 
well, I figured th- that you'd be the I'm down of the podcast. That just the the cockroach that never goes away. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yes, I, I too will recommend everybody go out and buy uh, the Universal Court series of books from uh, one Scott Kahaskin uh, and buy multiple copies like I did. I, I bought a set for my local library and we're getting those donated to the library. So everybody uh, in my town, and actually our province, because our library system works so that people anywhere can check it out and the libraries will ship it to the closest library to that person. So, oh, so they cool. can check it out there. So yeah, so an entire province is going to be uh, subjected to uh, Scott Kahaskin's uh, writing. And uh, please uh, follow John Mariano. I think he's lonely uh, online. Uh, John Marioni or John Mariano NY, as he claims. I still think it's John Marioni. Uh, go tell him how much you love him. Uh, I was listening, uh, actually, the Sean Geek podcast, and Sean was talking about, you know, I was listening to this Aerosmith show, and at first I didn't know what the hell to make of John until I realized that was his sense of humor. And now he can't imagine life without you. And that, that's kind of how all of us feel, even though uh, we bust his chops from time to time. I can't imagine life without him. I'm sure Scott feels the same way. It's like a pillowcase with no pillow in it. What's Speaking of pillows, in America, you guys have those tags on pillows that say, do not remove, right? What's that about? Why can't you uh, remove tags from pillows? Uh, I haven't seen them on pillows. We have them on mattresses, and I've never understood why. Like that's that's like a, a huge offense. You can go to jail for it, um, but yet you can remove a tag from anything else. It makes no sense. What does make sense is uh, April nineteenth, April twenty sixth, and May third. You can find John Mariano on the Haskin Cast podcast. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. I won't spoil what the album is, but I know what it is, and I can't wait for that conversation. I'm shocked. It's only three episodes. I figured when you two guys, like me and Scott was three episodes and I, I don't, you know, I'm not that entertaining. John, I thought would be five or six easy. Well, what I did, uh, if I had broken it down the same way, yes, it would have been, but I breaking them down into, I think there are 50 minute episodes instead of okay. the 30 minute episodes I was doing previously, just trying to get a feel for how that might work out better instead of spreading it over like six months to release all of the shows. Gotcha. Definitely check those out on the Haskin cast. And with that, we are done. On behalf of John Mariano and Scott Haskin, my name is Corey Morissette. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, we'll give the last word to Steven Tyler. Actually, first. Corey Morissette. The Godfather. The legend. All right, enough of that. So-